Hey everybody, welcome to the Disablest Report, official podcast of the Disablest Network. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about us and our organization, you can visit our website at disablest.org. If you'd like to support our show for as little as a dollar a month, head on over to patreon.com backslash disablestnetwork. You'll get access to behind the scenes content, monthly updates, and a few other things that you'll just have to pop on over there to uh, check out. I am in the process of getting a new wheelchair and I'm writing a blog post about that. But uh, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you will get access to that information before anybody else does on social media or anything like that. Uh, just one incentive, I guess. Uh, if you don't want to become a patron, but you still want to donate to us, you can head on over to our website and click the donate button. Now that we have all of the intro stuff out of the way, uh, usually I am joined by my co-host and friend Lou Rodriguez, but he is absent today, and in his stead is one of my best friends on the planet, and just so happens to be my cousin, Miss Michaela Romines. Michaela, thank you so much for coming on the show to talk about a heated topic for today. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> um, if you wouldn't mind telling everybody uh, again a little bit about yourself, because you, it's been a little while since you've been on the show, um, a little bit about you, about your diagnose, uh, diagnoses, and then we'll uh, get started. Yeah, so like he said, my name is Michaela, um, and I'm his cousin, and I have several GI issues ranging from IBS type M to food allergies to some kind of unresolved something or another. Um, and then I have ADHD, generalized anxiety disorder, and potentially more. You never know. The list is ever growing. And wait, um, there's more. <laughs> you know, there's there's always something to be found out. And then, you know, there you go. This list keeps getting longer, and that's fine. <laughs> it's that's welcome okay. here. <laughs> Michaela also does a lot. Um, if you are disabled and you want to join our Facebook group, uh, it's called the Disabled Nation, and Michaela is an admin on that and posts a, and posts a lot of uh, good stuff there. So if you join uh, there, uh, if, if, you're, if you're not disabled, we're not going to let you in. But if you are disabled and you want to join in, Michaela does a lot of posting in there and uh, all that good stuff. You'll get an opportunity to ask her questions uh, regarding uh, a myriad of uh, you know topics or whatever. Um, so the... Title of this episode is Learning to Love Your Body. Um, this is a pretty dense topic, so we're going to do our best to get through most of this stuff, though um, it might be something that necessitates us coming back on, maybe also coming on with, with Lou so that the three of us can weigh in on it, um, because uh, I've some issues related to internalized ableism and all of that good stuff, which we'll get into um, in just a minute. But I thought that this was kind of a good jumping off point since we've already been on the topic of inspiration porn. Um, and I guess now we're kind of in the middle of a mini series regarding inspiration porn. I feel like um, this is kind of a really good segue that still deals with that because a lot of what inspiration porn kind of handles is this idea that, oh, look at these people, they're so cute. But at the bottom of all of it is this nasty thing where 
it sounds really sweet, but they make sure that you know that you're still inferior to abled people and neurotypical people, right? Um, and so I feel like a lot of that has definitely informed the way that, like, I'm putting words in your mouth, Michaela, but the way that Michaela and I, um, the, the issues that we have regarding our bodies, a lot of that was informed by people who, you know, might not know very much, but have felt for whatever reason that they want to tell us what's good or bad about our bodies or our limitations or that kind of stuff. Um, and so I think a good place to kind of start uh, is kind of talking about what internalizing that looks like. So for you, as you mentioned, you have um, a lot of invisible disabilities, but you also experience like chronic pain and all of that stuff too. And you do a lot of like hard labor, I guess, because you take care of horses and you have a dog and uh, yeah. So all of that kind of stuff, like how, how has other people talking about your disability and your limitations come to impact the way that you have grown to understand it? I also forgot to mention, I have arthritis. Love my little sausage fingers, Kyle. Don't, please, let's not. <laughs> please, let's not. Um, but that's another one that is invisible, that you can't see, that is flaring up so badly for me right now. This last week has been a really big flare-up week for me. Um, between hormones, stomach issues, because hormones and the stomach issues all play off of that. But, um... So, like, what what was the question again? I'm sorry. Oh, how other people, like, hearing other people talk about your limitations has impacted how you feel about them. Yeah, so it's kind of like, um, when, so, like, an example is, like, sometimes you have flare-ups that are worse than others. Um, well, you, you weren't, you weren't, like, down for the count last time you had a flare-up. Yeah, or they just are like, oh, well, you, are you really having a flare-up, like, at all? Yeah, is your stomach really bothering? <laughs> are you really struggling? Are you really depressed? Are you actually anxious? Did you actually do that? Do you even human? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michaela, you know you can't human. Yeah. Um, We're so It's okay, we're all bad at it. <laughs> Yeah, if you're if you're good at humaning, contact me. I want to learn. Yeah, well, me me too, and I want you to come on the show so that you can give. I desperately need pointers, like oof, especially like in you know, especially with the holiday season and all that. I don't usually get seasonal depression, um, but like, man, this this year is is something not special. We don't we don't yeah. use that word on this show, <laughs> but you know it's it's something it's been something like intense. So the reason why I even ask you that question though is because, man, that shit just it's infuriating. Well, it's infuriating, but it bleeds into everything else. Because right? then you don't know what you're actually capable of. E exactly. Yes. Because it's like, well, if I can't if I can't do this, how do I know I can do that? Mm -hmm. And that it's kind of like, oh, well, you can't go to that place. Well, if I can't go to that place, that really feeds in with my anxiety. If I can't go to that place, why can't I go to that one? Why should I go to that one? 
you know why why should i do this activity why why am i capable how am i capable how am i capable of maintaining a relationship if apparently all my social issues are incorrect how am i how am i maintaining our friendship kyle how (laughs) well you're you're family so you're stuck with me that's how that works apparently um but that that was like the big thing that i i self so this is my show so i steer i steer how the show goes but um self selfishly like that's that's where i wanted to go is that i think that all of this like okay so there's the physical stuff right of things that you and i for different reasons can't do some physical things or there are like times where we can't do physical things right um but all of that stuff ends up impacting all of the relationships in our lives right Mm -hmm. um and i think that one of the things that at least me like growing up that i struggled with was in finding a romantic partner for instance right um Mm -hmm. i always was like the cute little disabled boy and so like that's what i was though i was like the good friend so the stereotype you know, like the movie Just Friends, shout out to Ryan Reynolds. Um, but the movie Just Friends was literally my life because I was like yeah. the cute little disabled boy that everybody always was like, oh, I see you more as a friend or I or, or the dreaded, I see you more as a brother, which brother. every straight guy wants to hear. That's an incredible thing, straight cis guy. Uh, but, you know, it ends up... Um, informing the way that we navigate that stuff in the future so i didn't have my first girlfriend until fuck like last year and now i'm in i'm I'm in a significantly better relationship than i was back yeah i know i see you nodding uh than i was back then but um like the thing is though is that all of that you know being told over and over again what i couldn't couldn't do by other people or the opposite of that right so like we're talking about inspiration porn where people you know will tell me to do or that i can do things that i can't and then when i go and i try to do that thing and i ultimately fail because again i'm not getting up a flight of stairs anytime soon on my own um I end up feeling bad about that. Um, yeah. Because it's like, and I, I especially notice this, like, people who are supposed to be our, like, biggest supports that set that up. So we already put more faith into that because we look to them for support, right? Mm-hmm. So already looking at that, it's like, you know, some they, they tell me I can't do these other things. Well, this is something they tell me I can't do. So I should be able to do this, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you do it and you don't do it well. And then it's like, oh, you're just, you're not trying hard enough or you didn't do it the right way. And it's, you know, it's all these, Kyle, you can go scuba diving. What are you talking about? Go cage diving for great whites. Like, why can't you do that? You can go spear fishing. What are you talking about? Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I have, I have a really good example. And then I would like to hear a good example from you after I, after I go. Um, so be thinking of an example while I tell my story, but don't think too hard. Cause I want you to react <laughs> when, when I'm talking about my story. Um, but so, okay. So recently, um, for Halloween, 
I bought tickets for my girlfriend and I to go to a spoopy string quartet. And it was gorgeous. And it was romantic. It was all candlelit. Um, it was fantastic. But we get there. And it was in an old, in a building, an old historic um, Ybor city. And I checked and it said that it was wheelchair accessible. And I emailed the people and they assured me that it was wheelchair accessible. So, you know, we go and we have a nice dinner. And then after that, we go to the venue and... We go in the lobby, go up the elevator, and get out of the elevator. They ask, like, what my name is so that they can, like, you know, give me my ticket or, or whatever it is. And uh, then they, like, stop us. And they're like, um, so the only way to get into the music hall is up this flight of four stairs. Um can we like lift your chair? I want to say too, that's the one, why is that the one fucking thing that people always say? Like the first reaction is, can we lift your chair? And I don't know why that's always people's first reaction. I think it's it's because they don't realize how heavy it is first of all, but then also when you think of a wheelchair, you t- I don't typically think of like your power chair. Yeah, I that's think true. of like the little fold up ones that yeah. you know they're just somebody can carry a frail old lady up the stairs and then just pop her chair up. I mean, <laughs> I, I wish, man. No, this this thing weighs like a good four hundred pounds or something like that. But yeah. so, anyways, um, I was like, no, you can't lift it. Um, and so like I turned to my girlfriend and she was like, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I honestly don't know, but I was, uh, we've both been looking forward to this and I'm not, not gonna see the shit, like listen to the string quartet. Um, we had both been looking forward to it for like months. I had bought these months in advance. So then she was like, well, why don't I like carry you? And I was like, my girlfriend has chronic, uh, like pain and and back issues and neck issues and i was like babe no you're not gonna carry me i weigh like i I don't weigh a lot but i i do weigh like a hundred and uh like 40 pounds something like that 135 140 pounds um and so i was like no that's not an option um and so what i ended up doing which i have done in lou's house so i knew that i could do it I pulled my seat forward because my seat goes down to the ground on my wheelchair, but before it goes down, it extends out. So I extended it outward and was able to walk onto the floor, which also sucks though, because I'm walking on a dirty floor with, uh, just like my pants. So that's, nasty. um, so, uh, my girlfriend, gets my wheelchair and goes and parks it and then she walks up and she's got my backpack and she's like i didn't like these people said they were gonna watch your backpack but i don't trust them so i brought it with me (laughs) i was like okay good looking out um and so we like walk over to the the seats and um the security guards like is there anything that we could do to to help and we're like no we've got it and we have no fucking idea what we're gonna do though so she's like where do you want to sit because it wasn't assigned seating so we went to the middle of like 
the the rows like i just walked down and then she like put the bags down and she's like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna lift you into the seat and i was like are you are you sure i don't i don't want you to hurt yourself and she's like no i think i can do it and i was like okay but if you feel like you can't just like drop me i was like i don't care <laughs> just like drop me <laughs> drop me and then she was like i'm not gonna drop you kyle but okay and so she tries to like pick me up and she almost gets me all the way up and she's like i can't lift you and so she like put me down and she's like well let me take my heels off and i was like no like no this is this is terrible i hate this um and uh you know burden something something burden complex and uh so then luckily like this guy walks by and he's like a bit bigger dude so she like looks over and she's like hey excuse me um can you lift him up into the seat and he was like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. I'm just going to give you a bear hug, all right, bud? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And so he just, like, bud. grabs me and just, like, picks me up and puts me in the seat. And he's like, is that it? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, you're not heavy, but all right, enjoy the night. <laughs> and so, like, then, uh, you know, my girlfriend sat down and, and we had actually, like, an incredible night. But all of that was extremely, extremely anxiety ridden for me um my armpits were sweating so that guy probably got some armpit sweat on him when he (laughs) lifted me up Um, that's a hundred percent genuine kyle sweat that'll go for billions one day on ebay yeah it's just like the uh the uh (laughs) what is it the screamer bath water or whatever it is yeah it's the the... e-girl bath water act now and you can buy this (laughs) vial of kyle sweat for only (laughs) 69.69 but um but anyways, uh, it was it was terrible up to that point. But retrospectively looking back on it, it did end up adding to the story. And it did make me feel even closer to my girlfriend because she just didn't give a shit about any of it. She's like, you needed to get into the seat. I was going to figure out a way to do it. Like, we're on a date that's just the reality of things and that that's like kind of a saying that she tell has like been telling me in our like in our relationship is like that's the reality of things we just have to deal with it um but you know that made me feel super bad about my body and about needing help and all that kind of stuff um also fuck you and put a stair lift in so that people in chairs can get into your hall if not put, don't say it's wheelchair accessible yeah, put, put a thing that says that it's not accessible anyways well, sorry it's accessible to a certain point you had an elevator kyle i had an <laughs> elevator to get up to the lobby but then to get into the thing yeah so it was that's not fun anyways did you think of a story in that entire long-winded thing that i gave um so i thought of a couple of things okay so perfect um so I I have a lot of anxiety when I go out. Mm-hmm. Um, social anxiety is definitely um, one of my worser enemies. I had not been inside of a store by myself without my service dog or, um, I guess he still has DIT, but um, which is service dog in training, but um, he hasn't got his big boy patches yet. But I hadn't been in a store by myself without my dog. Or without another person in over a year. 
because I get so claustrophobic. I feel like this, like the aisles are going to fall in on me and that every, all of a sudden, like it just gets so loud in there. I just can't function and I have to leave um, because, you know, the lady who's just trying to water the vegetables on the vegetable aisle doesn't need to see me crawling up underneath the lemon stand, freaking out. <laughs> Hello, my precious. <laughs> Probably wondering, what, what lemons is she on, you know? <laughs> Golem, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I went out with a co-worker yesterday, and I don't typically go out unless I'm with people I really trust and that I really know and I don't go out for very long. Mm -hmm. um, I feel that. Just because that's what I can hold. Yeah. That's what I can handle. Mm -hmm. And I almost spent 12 consecutive hours with her yesterday. That's and a lot. It is a lot. Um, but it was very, she's just a really chill chick. Um, very nice. She's, she called my herself my emotional support human when we were strolling through the Dollar Tree, and I was like, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but okay. She's like, look, here's a little leash you can put on me and everything, oh, and she wow. like pulls one off. I was like, this is going in a whole other direction. <laughs> and you and you were here for it for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you know, she just kept cracking jokes the whole time, and it was just really funny and. It was, I was not nearly as anxious, and I was kind of surprised by that. Um, and it's all you know, about the right people, couple, man. It's all mm -hmm, about the right people. And then, people. like a couple of weeks ago, like I actually went grocery shopping. I didn't just Instacart mm -hmm. everything, mm -hmm. and I went out with my best friend, and I was like, I just I looked at her, and like we just had conversation. I drove out there with her, and we're just blah blah blah. blah, blah. And then I, like, I looked at her as we're scrolling through, looking at frozen vegetables, and I go. I haven't been in a grocery store in over a year. Wow. Like this. I was like, I haven't been this relaxed in a store <laughs> in so long. You should have felt, did you feel proud of yourself? I did. Yeah, I was good. just like, is this me? Me? <laughs> a little pat on the back. Me? Hello. For real? <laughs> me does it? What? <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's fantastic. And, you know, all of this stuff. OK, so you and I are also in a uh, process of like going to therapy. Right. Um, not to I apologize for outing you, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Oh, oh. Secrets in the air now. <laughs> but, um, you know, you and I, I think, recently have both uh, turned a corner in that um, in that we definitely are feeling a lot more comfortable. Like you sent me a Snapchat today about that as well, which is what, where I got the idea for this episode was exactly. you, you came up with the idea for the episode. Yeah. So like I, this last week I've had nothing but flare ups and it's just been one after another. And I felt like trash. I haven't been sleeping. I haven't been able to eat. My body thinks one thing's going on and then another is actually, and it's trying to make two things happen before it's time. And, it's just, it's so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's so lame. And I hated my body. And I just was like, ugh, we're supposed to be functional. We're supposed to work together, organs. Like, not against each other. 
Hello. No, it's just World War Three going on in there all the yeah, time. Seriously. But, and you know, when I get my flare-ups, my stomach bloats out, my legs get puffy, mm. when my arthritis is acting up, my hands swell up, my, note the little sausages. Mm. I mean, it, it makes me so insecure about my body mm. because I will bloat to the point I look like I'm pregnant. Mm. I literally have stretch marks from how bad I've bloated. Mm. Sorry if this is too descriptive no, for some people. I didn't. Um, but... When you sent me a picture, I literally didn't believe it. Like I, I've heard of people bloating and stuff like that, but it re like it's it, it, it's it's weird how how like just how much you bloat like um just to give you yeah. you know, to to like affirm that it's not just you that has like that because you sent me a, a picture on Snapchat and you were like look at me today and I was like <laughs> did you get stung by a bee what the fuck happened <laughs> yeah my belly I mean like it just sticks out. And, like, you know, especially in, in today's society of what beauty norms should look like. You know, you're always told, you know, you want to be the little skinny girl with the little tiny boobies and the little tiny booty and the little tiny waist and you wear a size two pants or smaller. That's never been me. And I've always had really bad insecurities from that. Um, well, that's very... part of your uh, Cuban heritage. So on behalf mm -hmm. of our ancestors, I apologize for that. Oh, no, don't <laughs> apologize. This is this is not something to apologize for. It's something that America has created a maybe not so healthy standard for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's a whole other topic. But mm -hmm. you know, I will say also, I get confidence because, like, when you know, you just think so badly about your body for so long. Then, like, I remember being envious of like seeing pictures of my mom when she was younger because mm. she had the body I would have wanted. Yeah, my dad um, and my well our uncle i guess um all had like resting six packs and they were yes. like ripped and i'm just like sitting here with with my like nasty gut hanging no out. you're looking good though dude not anymore but, um, but anyways yeah but like you know i will say it's been really affirming having been in a relationship where my body was validated mm that i was mm -hmm. told i was very desirable mm -hmm. in his eyes mm -hmm. where i'm told i'm very desirable by my friends where i'm getting more confident with my body i might show it off a little bit more and people are like where you been hiding that huh where's that been i mean i literally that was literally my one of my friends response because i mean she's only ever saw me at like church and whatever and so she goes she's like where you been hiding that dump truck? <laughs> the the dump like, truck. She did. She was literally like shocked. She's like, where did that come from? You've been going to the gym? I'm like, no, it's always been there. She's like, no way. There's literally no way. You mask your butt. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, that's something that's oh, like, oh my goodness. Um. So I think that. A lot of this because I, I echo your sent like all of your sentiments um, mm -hmm. because I wasn't I guess I was in a relationship before but I don't I don't know if I count that or not but anyways um, you know being in a romantic relationship with somebody um, who actually affirms that you are attractive exactly the opposite of what you think you are right like I think that to some regard i have body dysmorphia um and 
I know that you do too, to some extent as well. Ethan um, used to tell me, dang it, woman, will you set your body dysmorphia aside for five minutes and just admire yourself? Yeah, I wish that that was how it worked, Ethan. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's really weird. Okay, because here's the other thing too, right? Like, you and I have been told these things but not necessarily have been explicitly told these things, right? Like, it's the little, hey, Michaela, are you sure you want to wear that out? Or it's the, hey, Kyle, you know, maybe you shouldn't really wear this or, you know, it's the maybe you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't eat eat that like do you, do you think like that's a, a good idea which like granted no that's not a good it's not a good <laughs> idea to not eat healthy not for However, the reason that person said but yeah exactly but, you know and um you know it's just it, it's it's really difficult and this is why i wanted you specifically to talk about this with me because albeit from a different position you feel in a very similar way to the way that I feel about my body, which then has informed both you and I to talk about and feel about our relationships with people in a very similar way, right? Like, so like, and and another thing is, is like, I've been out on dates and it's like, you know, I'll get something that's safe for me, dairy and gluten-free, right? Mm-hmm. And what, why'd you get that? Because I have dietary restrictions well don't expect me to eat like that i like my real cheese and real wheat and gluten i yes. like real food so go, I'm like, so well, go ahead <laughs> yeah. go ahead like, but like the phrase i'll eat real food mm. so the i'm getting whiffs of um like sex like that is very similar to like some racist and sexist stuff that we hear about people mm-hmm. too, right? Like about like the good ones or, 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 you know, don't, you don't tell me how to think about X and I won't tell you how to think about like whatever. And it's yeah. like you doing that is an affront to them, even though it has nothing to do with them. And it's literally you doing what you can to preserve your body because you don't want to have diarrhea in the middle of the restaurant while or you're on a date up later that evening or dealing with up. intense pain i mean if i eat enough gluten at this point i get like utis and stuff well i use diarrhea because it was the most ridiculous example that i yeah. could think well of. but here's the other thing is people don't think about how our bodies have consequences mm. yeah we have to there's a there's always a toll yeah for sure mm-hmm. and another thing is like so like when like this morning when i sent you that snap is i hate the fact i have flare-ups i hate it i hate the fact my stomach is the way it is i hate that i'm allergic to things and have sensitivities i hate that i can't take medicines like i need want to take them i hate that i can't find doctors that listen i hate i hate so much about my health well a lot of that is because of medical paternalism as well because you know you you we've talked and like you've been told that you're essentially like hysterical like oh well you know you're just a woman so yeah like anyways well you know it's one of those things that it's like I, this is not going anywhere. Yeah. 
it's not going to stop. Yeah. It's not going to change. Yeah, that's a really good point. Nothing about my health will go away. It'll probably in get fact, worse eventually. It <laughs> will. And yeah. it more like, I mean, I know my hands will. I know it'll spread at some point. I know, you know, at a certain point, if I keep pressing it, because like right now, especially with the holidays, which also I want to say this, I could never find any advent calendars that are like allergen friendly, that do not cost an arm and a leg. So they've started hey, making that's advent that's what happened cal- to me. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what happens when you eat too much milk and milk and gluten, kids. Yep. They just fall right off. They just, but, they just melt off. These are, it's an advent calendar with socks. That's cute. And yeah. And so like they have them with jewelry and they have them with um like, like I know there's like adult themed ones that it's like booze um, and other wonderful paraphernalia. Mm. That's, <laughs> sign me up for those. Yeah. But like, you know, it's the things like that people don't think about. Yeah. So, like, I got super excited when I saw that for $6. I was like, you getting in my cart, baby? <laughs> but, like, um, you know, my friends are like, oh, what kind of chocolate do you have on yours? And I don't have chocolate. Oh, what do you mean? Don't they have dairy-free chocolate? I mean, yeah, they have dairy-free chocolate. But the affordability of that and the availability of that is, like, non-existent. Yeah, well, and you want to talk about, too, like disabled people are historically and statistically still are the <laughs> most impoverished demographic on the planet so you know yeah like it trying becomes... to find things that is accessible for us mm-hmm. i know it's difficult for you and you know it's difficult for me because a lot of times i'm like i don't really enjoy going out to eat yeah because i know i am going to end up splurging on something i shouldn't eat because I can't eat most things out on the menu. Okay, that's got gluten. Okay, that's got dairy. Okay, that has this and that has that. And that's nothing but breaded and fried. And okay, is there anything here that's not going to just demolish my belly? We no, have okay. some good pla- We have some good places here because... Uh, <laughs> because Seafood safe- is generally like a pretty, a pretty safe bet. Um, you know, unless they like did like a weird like milk boil or something like that. Not that that's a thing. Well, a lot of <laughs> like more and more places are having gluten free stuff, and, and like there's yes. a, there's a lot of like I love St. Pete, um, and for like all you know whatever. A lot of people think that St. Pete is like woke, quote unquote, uh, and you know it, it's terrible thing for a place to be accepting of all different kinds of people who would have thought oh my god it's so terrible but anyways like so so when you come down here we're gonna go to some um i'll take you to some places because i hate going by myself especially to new places but i'll have you and then you like to experience i mean okay so here's the other thing too like we like to experience new things right Mm -hmm. it's just that that's really tough getting to that point is really hard when like you what when if you have a really hard time doing the basics doing anything beyond that is really difficult yeah i think that that's the the crux of what's difficult for people to like kind of wrap their heads around too right is that yeah like you have so much going on at any given moment in adding this like one thing where you know you i'm sure you'll get the like well, come on, Michaela, why don't you just come with us to whatever? 
and like mm-hmm. that that'll be the straw that like breaks the camel's back and like not not necessarily related to this but um in regard to you know like overstimulation and, and all of that kind of stuff lately like i had a real bad overstim thing and i was in a really 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 bad like depressive rut um because of it and it was because i overtaxed myself and all of this stuff like related to your like these are actual limitations and so like mm-hmm. being aware of what our disabled bodies can handle we may not be able to go out and do as many things um it doesn't mean that we don't want to do it um but the other part of that too is that eventually people get pissed off at us and they just stop inviting us to shit because they're like well you were gonna say no why would i invite you and be like well you're my friend and i want to hang out with you but like do we have to go to this restaurant every time because you know that i don't do well with dairy and it's an italian restaurant and they use crazy amounts of dairy so like shout out to firehouse subs for having gluten-free bread that doesn't taste like cardboard (laughs) um i love sandwiches love them i hate them that's a you problem (laughs) (laughs) Um, it is but like that's something i grew up eating before my health issues really got like difficult to handle i just i love this like having a nice warm sammy and just you know just i love it it's like my favorite thing i can get it without cheese they have a variety of different proteins and it's very inclusive so some days if i need more protein in my diet i can get steak on that sucker and I can just go from there. Or Sundays, if I just need a more mild meat, I can literally just get like plain chicken with like your favorite mayo and oh, lettuce. No. Oh my god! <laughs> a little mustard. You are oh, a disgusting like, human being. Barga, barga, barbecue sauce, barbecue sauce, barga, <laughs> barbecue sauce. But um, you know, like I appreciate places like that. I appreciate the fact that there's now more milk substitutes as well um at like chain coffee shops especially shout Mm -hmm. out to duncan because uh you're always there because starbucks has let me down too many times Mm -hmm. um by either giving me the incorrect milk or just not even trying at all Mm -hmm. um there's literally one time i was in a starbucks and i watched them literally pour whole milk into my thing when i was like i need almond milk whole milk i'm like i was on the i was on the phone with you when that happened (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um but it's like okay so so the the whole point uh, like about about all of this is that these limitations end up being like this isn't a space for you Michaela and or Kyle. Yeah. And that is really really hard to wrap your head around especially if that's where like our friends are going to hang out, right? Like we yeah, know that I mean, that's a thing. Yeah, because I mean, for human, we gravitate to the same place, and when you get that exclusion, yeah. I mean, that's so isolating. And you instant once you've been through it enough, you instantly know, okay, I'm an issue. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be around an issue. They don't want to be around something that prevents them from having their mm-hmm. fun. And I would like to say, inclusive for me. Yeah, and I would like to say, I would like to say that that isn't an issue. For some, for like the good friends that I have, for my girlfriend, that isn't an issue. But for most people, it is. They'll just yeah. drop you. They like, you know, I, for example, I also don't, um, I, I very, very rarely will drink, for instance, right? 
as adults, a big thing is going to like bars and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, you kind of just get looked down upon if you're in a bar and you're not drinking beer and stuff like that. Not all the time, but it's very easy to do. And that's something that my body can't handle. And that ends up impacting the way that I see myself. Because here's the other thing too, right? Like we get put in a position where we feel uncomfortable and we know that we're going to pay for pay for shit later right mm-hmm. but because we want that social interaction exactly and and it's not that people are like maliciously doing this kind of thing but we end up going right and then at the end of the day we get home or whatever everybody goes to sleep and it's fine and you and i are up until five o'clock in the morning either vomiting or having diarrhea i've said diarrhea like 12 times in this episode lou's gonna absolutely yeah. hate me um when <laughs> well he, when and it's kind of like also when these things happen it is so extremely taxing on us so yeah. like in my case i'm already masking mm-hmm. so of my emotional bandwidth and for our viewers that may not know what that is imagine i have a cup of what i can handle in a day what i can handle is in my cup okay what i can handle is okay pretty big chunk of that goes into masking say half of my cup is already done for the day okay now i have to come home and take care of things there goes another chunk now i have to make sure my customer service voice is always right there goes another chunk now i have to take care of myself there's barely anything left okay now i'm having a flare-up because i wasn't really able to take care of myself and i i my only other food option was something that wasn't going to settle so great on my stomach but i didn't have the opportunity to take care of myself oh there we go and now i'm burnt out for the day well and then that's the point too where people start like piling on right because at that point you're like you know i can't i can't do whatever and then it's the oh well you know you this happened a couple weeks ago and i thought that everything would be okay and all this kind of stuff and so like it's really difficult to remain uh positive about about your body um to love your body when it's Okay, so like it's not us when you that's feel like doing... it can't handle what life should be. Yeah, you think that you're not like human enough. You're thinking yeah. you're not, you're not adulting well. You're not living your life the way you should, and that you're failing in so many aspects, or you should be picking up and running like you're, you know. And I think also we like to compare to our able-bodied friends where we should be. Yes, um, yes, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like to say, well, Susie's race is running so much better and smoother. Granted, I don't know everything about Susie, of course, but like Susie's off. She bought a house. She's doing this. She's doing that. And Susie's going on a cruise. And now she's got this and she's doing that. And she's drinking expensive wines and she's eating fondue and she's, you know, got a, you know, a harem of men and whatever else. And it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, I need to step up my game. I need to, I need to, I need to find this. I need to do this. I need to, I need to drink the expensive wine and I need to eat the fondue and I need to, I need to be validated by Susie standards, mm-hmm. but Susie doesn't have IBS. Susie isn't physically disabled. 
Susie doesn't work a super labor-intensive job. Susie doesn't struggle with the anxiety. Susie isn't depressed. Susie isn't limited by a lot of health issues. Mm -hmm. That already takes up most of my race in a day. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when thinking about how that, you you like circling back to the, the way that it Im impacts like our relationships is that, uh, you know, that's a really, really good point that we use abled and neurotypical standards for gauging what is quote unquote good and what is not good. It's like, um, you know, reading too much about reading into like other people's relationships too much instead of just talking yeah. to your partner about your relationship and then like it shouldn't you know those other people's relationships don't necessarily apply to yours there's no standard to having a relationship but we're told time and time again through like romantic movies um, like this is what needs to happen or else it's not a good relationship. This means that you don't actually love each other. This means that you're not actually friends. Um, all, all of that kind of stuff is super important to recognize because that stuff is actually just inaccessible to us. Um, and so it's really difficult to love your body. <laughs> I think that yeah. uh, you have helped me a lot in, in that Aww. regard in, in like for sure. Um, because I have man, like, you know, we mentioned in the beginning, it's, it's the holiday season. And for whatever reason, this year has been, it, it has been a tough one. Um, and so it's really yeah. difficult, but you know, Michaela and I are here like in part, at least to let you know, dear listener viewer, if you are dealing with these kinds of things, that you should afford yourself some grace. You should love your body. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's the only body that you're ever going to have until, of course, they figure out how to upload your <laughs> consciousness Brain to, to another thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's just the reality of things. And it sucks and there's going to be times when you have kind of like moments of weakness and in, in, in all of that good, good stuff. Um, but you know, that's why I go to therapy. Um, that's why I have to go to therapy because it takes that much to help me get in a place where I don't hate being in my body all of the time. And we're made keenly aware of that again, whether or not they intend to by the way that other people, treat us but also the way that other people treat their own bodies right? yeah you know i i you know i always remember growing up and hearing oh i need to lose weight oh i need i'm not eating dinner tonight i need to lose weight i mean in a little girl's mind yeah you're not gonna think too much of a kid but like when you're like a little kid but like when you grow up oh if i'm 10 pounds over what I need to be. I need to start skipping dinner. That's mm -hmm. what I need to start doing. And then it sets unhealthy standards for yourself that then can cause more issues than you originally had. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's just an example. It's kind of like also like when you 
I think also a lot of it is conditioning. Mm. Yeah. Conditioning for the situations we're in. So like, you know, once you're conditioned to say, oh, you can't do that, but you can do this and then you fail and then like you just fall back and it's just this ever going weird controlling cycle um, of like it almost feels like gaslighting. No, it is it. gas. It is no, it is gaslighting. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. And it's manipulative, and it's you know it's not right. I mean, yeah, you want to think the best for somebody, and think, oh, you can do anything you can set your mind to. <laughs> no, Cynthia. Yeah. No, I cannot eat that loaf of cream cheese bread. <laughs> I, I've I'm come sorry, to. No. <laughs> I've come to realize that saying, telling people that they can do anything that they want to do is is actually ableist. It's dangerous. It's it's dangerous. It's ableist, but it's it's. It's everything, I think, actually, now that I think about it. It's dangerous, it's classist, it's racist, it's sexist, and it's ableist. Um, there you go. Don't, don't, ever, yeah, don't, don't yeah. ever tell people that. Or, so we're, we're running pretty late. So, Lou, I apologize for the length of this episode. <laughs> but there is one point that I kind of wanted to like leave everybody with because it, it may seem that we're being uh, negative about... Um, all of this kind of stuff but Michaela and I wanted to make sure that we went through all of this and actually explain because I don't think that I've heard that many accounts of people actually explaining what this is like on a day-to-day with different examples and stories from their lives so that's why I wanted to do that and in in another installment you and I should talk more about what the other side of this coin looks like and what act the positivity like actually looks like yeah um, but so in setting up for that, um, I do want I did want to to mention that I think that being disabled actually positions us in a good place for loving our bodies because it gives us a perspective on life that abled and neurotypical people don't have, right? And so exactly. we appreciate the things that a lot of other people take for granted and yeah. there's a lot of beauty in that in seeing life for more than just this like little you know mundane thing like you know where most people would be like oh my god um yeah i had a bad day at work so i'm gonna go get a milkshake and that's like the thing and for you that's like a i've had a really <laughs> bad day at work man i would the only thing that would make me happy is a milkshake but i can't do that not, no, like, not and, gonna do that and i would love like i keep seeing all the the peppermint mocha milkshakes and this and yeah, that me and too. dang it chick-fil-a you always have the most <laughs> scrumptious sound in milkshakes and i can't have it <laughs> yeah yeah but um so yeah and i love i love peppermint mocha everything so i'm, I'm right there with you but also you know i lost 60 pounds and i'm not looking to gain that back <laughs> um i have a girlfriend now so i need to i need to be looking need to be looking sexy for her uh but anyways um be, so setting up for the next installment of of this particular um like learning to love our bodies stuff disability i feel and i think that you agree as well that it at least puts us in a position where we um can appreciate the little things and we can also empathize with other people who have different kinds of struggles um, absolutely yeah so i think that our 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 disabled crippled 
whatever you want to call it, bodies give us uh, a rare insight to relate to people who have a lot of shit that they're going through in their lives um, and don't have anybody else to talk to. So um, it's always great. Um, and, And the last thing that I'll say is a way to kind of help with all of this as well in terms of like feeling better about about your body and all of that kind of stuff there is no one way to do that and this is a very yeah. very very nuanced topic however if you are disabled what i have come to find is that surrounding myself with other disabled people has yes had at least a little bit of a positive impact on um the way that i view my body just like with anything when you're learning it you have to have a good support group. Yeah. If you don't have people who are going to support you, who, you know, have maybe been through this prior, um, and they can push you. Also, don't forget our meme. Oh, crap. I did forget that, didn't I? <laughs> Lou, God, you are going to hate me this episode. Um, after the meme, we'll go ahead and sign off because we're almost at the hour mark already. Um, okay, okay, let so, me know when to look at this. All right, we're going to pop the... Uh, go ahead and look at it now. Um, I have all of the copy written out, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it in case you are uh, visually impaired or listening to this <laughs> and so that you'll know. Uh, the meme shows a guy in a power wheelchair uh, with power tilt, with his chair tilted at about a 45-degree angle. Uh, there's an abled girl who is holding on to his chair's armrest, and her right leg is bent, resting on his footrest. Her face is close to, is close to his, um, as if they're going to kiss, and both of them are smiling. Uh, but on the, the meme, it says, How could a guy ever say, forever alone, after looking at this picture? Exclamation point. Um, and that's a question, so I'm not sure why it has an exclamation point. <laughs> and then it says, Come on, guys. If he can get this pretty girl... You can do it too. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, holy, that's the I need in my hype life. <laughs> holy fucking shit! So, uh, your reaction to this? I mean, clearly, the first I'll just say the inspiration porn at its finest. That is, um, this is. I've seen some inspiration porn, and this is ranks pretty high up there i would say <laughs> that is number one definition and also i love the photo quality oh yeah it's terrible <laughs> i I tried looking for a better uh a better quality like version of that and i can't find it um so that also but i think that speaks <laughs> to the caliber it. of the intelligence of the person because they're already misusing punctuation oh, so it's just anyways but this meme is also particularly um i guess like hits home for me because i i've actually been told this by other people um or when i've shown them or they've seen pictures um of my girlfriend and i people are always flabbergasted and they say oh oh she's she's pretty and I'm like, what the so stupid to fuck me. is that supposed to mean? Like, like, you're handsome, dude. I don't know why people think you couldn't get a hot... I mean, you did. Mm. You got yourself a hot chick. <laughs> oh. I do. I do. I do. Those she are is... the eyes you make at, at your woman, not yeah. me. <laughs> no, I'm making it to the I'm making it to the chat and oh, to all the okay. people okay. all the people watching. They uh... wait. I can't even do it. <laughs> 
anyways, um, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and sign off. Michaela's going to come back on. Uh, I've been badgering her for a long time to be a recurring uh, host, and so I'm cashing in. I'm, I'm going to cash in on that now. It's almost a new year, and that's going to be part of our New Year's resolution. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read the tag out. Do you have any last closing things that you want to say before we uh, sign off? No, because I don't want Lou to kill me, too. <laughs> that's okay. He's, he's just going to nuke both of us So at this point, so it doesn't matter. Um, I mean, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got to eat, too. Um, so, anyways, leave us a review on YouTube, Spotify, etc. If we get a good one, maybe we'll read it at the end of the episode. Thank you so much to our patrons whose names we'll display at the end of the episode. Remember, we're just the tip of the spear. Disability rights are human rights. We'll catch everybody in the next episode and become a patron if you can. Thanks, everybody.